Thanks for joining us today at Unstuck Your Business Podcast. You went into business with a passion to explore your skills and talents and show the world what you can do to contribute into our society and into our economic ecosystem. But a couple of years into the business and your drive and motivation has dwindled and now you feel stuck. When you find yourself at this crossroad of thoughts and emotions, how do you deal with it? In this podcast, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship to help you unstuck your business. We are your hosts, Ines Nazario Vega from Business Essentials Virtual Assistance. And Edith Duran from Reason Marketing. In today's episode, we're delving into the world of networking. Are your networking efforts truly benefiting you and your business, or are they consuming valuable time and resources? Join us as we explore effective strategies to evaluate the impact of your networking endeavors and uncover ways to ensure that your networking activities align with your goals and objectives. Whether you're a seasoned networker or just starting out, this episode will provide valuable insights to help you optimize your networking efforts and achieve meaningful results. So let's start talking about networking. Inez, tell me. What do you think? I mean, this we actually met through networking, so That's we can't right. say that it's not you know valuable. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a valuable right. tool. <laughs> you're, you're right. We, that's how we first uh, got to meet each other. I remember it was through a chamber networking event, and here that's we right. are. I don't know how many years later, uh, mm-hmm. become best of friends and co-hosting this amazing podcast. So the next. And the working can help work together, but we need to put a little bit of effort into it. So yes, um, I agree. Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, you know, one of the things that we, at least myself going into doing networks is that what's your mindset when you go into networking? And I think that there is two, two types of networkers. There are the networkers that goes with the mindset of serving, of being there to serve other entrepreneurs and that way build relationships. And there's the networkers that go in there, they pick your card, and before you know it, they're doing just sales speech all over your platforms and your social media. <laughs> so, <laughs> and actually I had, before recording this podcast, I was meeting with somebody from Kansas, actually, that I had met through an Alignable Network event. It was a virtual networking event. And that was one of the things that we actually talked about at the end of the conversation. She says, Inez, this has been like the most enjoyable meeting after a network because most people that do the follow-up after networking, all they want to do is an MLM um, sales pitch. And, and that's not what networking should be about. It should be about, you know, it's about building the relationships. So what do you think, Edith? No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, because um, this always gets, makes me think back to that saying, It's a, it, it goes back to, I don't know how long in business, how long it's been around, but people, it's true. People do business with people they trust. And mm-hmm. when you have the opportunity to meet someone, talk to them, and they have the opportunity to get to know you and vice versa, you know, that's where you can really begin to build a relationship, you know, and of course, it's impossible to meet and 
<laughs> handshake everybody, everybody out there and build that meaningful relationship. But it, it doesn't mean that um, you shouldn't, you know, spend the time and, and put the effort into mm -hmm. networking. But just like to the point that you just said, going with the mentality of, you know, what can you do what to help mm -hmm. somebody else? And mm -hmm. perhaps even what can you learn from someone else? How can they, you know, help you um, mm -hmm. achieve your goals? And it doesn't always have to be through a sale. So mm -hmm. it's just, um, I, I think if you can peel back the layers of, of you know, doing business and going be beyond just that bottom line of sales and everything else that goes into it, I think then you can really make some true network um, connections. Um, but, you know, you also have to be very mindful of um, of the time that you can afford yes. it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I believe that going into networking is about collaboration. Mm -hmm. You have to go inside, you know, you have to go with the mindset of, of collaborating with the people that you're meeting. That is a win-win, you know, that is a give and take. Um, we're all going into this networking events with the objective of growing our business. Let's let's face it, let's let's be transparent. That's that's <laughs> the main objective that we go into this networking events with the um thinking, okay, I'm gonna meet this many people that can be prospects, that can be leased, and they can be prospect and then can be converted into clients or what have you. But what ends up happening most of the time is that that person may not be your exact client. They may not be your avatar client. It's not the person you're looking to have as a client, but they know someone that knows someone that can mm -hmm. be your client. And because of the relationship that you build with them and the collaboration that goes into play because you can tell this person, I, I may not be your avatar client, but I know somebody that can use your services. Exactly. And, and I'm going to connect you with them. Mm -hmm. So again, it's, it's that mindset of serving and still getting business out of it. It may not come as a direct sales, but if you build businesses, it's a byproduct, building that, mm -hmm. co that connection, building that relationship the sales is a byproduct of building that relationship, if it makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that's the way, at least for me, I like to go into um, networking events in, in whether in person or virtually. It's like, right. what can I do for you? Tell mm -hmm. me what, how, what are the questions I need to ask so that I can send you the right people for your business? No, I think uh, that's 100% true because, um, you know, when you're around other people that are uh, either at the same level that you are or, you know, or even a, a step above maybe where the level that you want to be, when you are around that, it um, the energy that you get and, you know, what you can learn is just so, so valuable, uh, you know. So finding groups that of, of those like-minded, you know, people where it's doesn't really feel like you're really networking. It feels like you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're going Building friendships. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're going, you're catching up, you're, you know, you're, um, you're brainstorming with someone, you know, because when it comes down to it as a small business owner, it can be kind of lonely 
and mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're managing so many aspects of the business and without your net, you know, a good network and support system, um, it's easy to get, to get, uh, discouraged and mm-hmm. stuck and we mm-hmm. are all about get, you know, helping you get unstuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> and sometimes that means, like you know, reaching out to people you've networked with. So, mm-hmm. you know, being a part of those like-minded groups, I think, is a is a huge part of being successful in your business. Yes, and it's, it's definitely a big component of networking is finding those like-minded people that you can have those conversations that perhaps you cannot have with your spouse or with your children because they wouldn't understand where mm-hmm. you're coming from. They're not in the business world the way that you are. So that's one of the big benefits, I think, from networking as well, is that you connect with like-minded people during, you know, through that means of, of going to networking events, again, whether it be virtually or in person. And um, they become your support system in many ways. That's, you know. Yes. Um, I mean, I, uh, I've been part of... Um, a mastermind group and I have gained mm-hmm. so much from being part of a mastermind group you know and they you don't typically call the the mastermind group a networking group but you know in a sense you do end up doing business together but just mm-hmm. again you know you have that group of people that are you know they're there to support you you're there to support them um and you can collaborate in different ways um, and that you build that trusting relationship and, you know, why wouldn't you choose them over someone else to do business with when you, you've gotten to know them so well? So, yes, yeah, so support groups, you know, if you're having to pick and choose, which you should be picking and choosing how you spend your time, um, you know, have, being a part of a group that really supports your efforts, your learn, you know, whether it be learning and, um, and growing or, you know, sales, whichever it is you're, you're putting your mind to right now, um, make that part of your priority of your networking time. Yes. Yeah. My mastermind groups are very unique. Uh, they're very unique. I've been part of mastermind groups myself. I even had one that I hosted um, about a year or so ago. And the beautiful thing about masterminds is that people get to know a lot about your business and um, they become like almost like ambassadors of your business because how much they know about your business. And that's what you need. You need, you know, instead of spending $10,000 in advertising, word of mouth is the best marketing tool you have. And um, and, in having these groups being ambassadors of your business and you're doing the same for them. It, it grows exponentially that way. Your business can grow exponentially that way. So I, I do believe that that's one of the things that you definitely gain from being part of the like-minded people that want to be in a mastermind group and then want to grow their business together. But there's the other side of the point to this too, Edith. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's talk about groups that may look like networking groups. They may have the <laughs> elements of being supportive but they're actually social groups. Right, yes. And what, and what I mean with this is that, um, you know, like our title says, when there's when it's, there's a lot of net and not enough working, you know, you're uh-huh. throwing your net out there to all these groups and all these um, events, networking events. 
but really are those groups aligning with what you're trying to accomplish? And let me give you an example, and I'm not going to name the name of the group, but I've been going for about, I want to say good, a good year to a networking group that meets in different areas here in Central Florida. And um, I haven't seen a referral or a connection that is good, you know, for the business. But they do a lot of fun things together. You know, uh -huh. they, they do a lot of, you know, a lot of great social events that I enjoy going to. So, yes, they are considered business networking events in name, but they're really a social group, if right. that makes sense. Yes. And there's a time for that because you want to have a balance in your life and you want to have places that you want to go out and have fun. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to be careful that you're not going into these group settings that are supposed to be networking settings and they are actually social settings. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yes, it does. It does make sense. And, you know, and that's, I think, um, to be mindful of the difference, uh, you know, what you're getting out of the group makes such a big difference, whether you're going to feel rewarded at the end of that night or not at the end of that event. Because if you go into this networking event with the anticipation of, you know, trying to make a, a relationship that's going to benefit your business and you and it feels like a failure every every time you've been there, then mm -hmm. it's you're gonna feel a burnout from going mm -hmm. to these events, even though they're fun. But then if you shift your thinking and think, you know what, I really like this group of people. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you know I don't actually have a business relationship with any of them. They're they're great people to have a drink with or have a good time with or yes. you know go have an outing with. You know, then you have a very different outcome. It is meeting your expectations and it doesn't feel you don't feel that burnout at the end because you're getting, you know, what you want out of it. So it just, you know, just again be very intentional about the purpose of your visit or you know your the time. participation in it yes yes exactly so um you know because again we are we have to be masters of our own time and schedule <laughs> <laughs> and that and and you know what Deb, you bring a good point which comes in transitions into another part of networking is to be careful not to do too much netting and not enough working and right. what we mean with this is that Sometimes you fill up your calendar with networking events and how much time are you allowing yourself to do actual work, like calling those prospects of people you connected with, setting up those one-on-one -on -one meeting with the people that you have connected through these networking events. How about, um, you know, just being able to strategize for your business, have that time to think about strategic moves for your business. And before you know it, you're spending like a whole bulk of time from one networking event to the next, to the next, to the next, the day goes by and these other important tasks that really help your business run, they're getting full in the back burner. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I have learned that myself. I'm being very transparent. I was one of those 
heavy networkers. I was in every networking event you can think of. I mean, there was people that <laughs> somebody told me you should be the major of this county because I see you everywhere. I was in every <laughs> networking event there, there was to be. But at the end of the day, I was getting burned out to do the important things, like to mm -hmm. go to my CRM and, and, and check, you know, get go to my KPIs and make sure that I'm moving the needle and I'm just not out there doing networking. Right. So Yes. Yeah. And, and again, you know, going back to being a small business owner, you, it, it, it's so important to really be that intentional person with every bit of your time. You know, we all have those 20, that 24 hours in a day. And if, your goals and objectives require you to be more present in your business for you to reach that goal and objective, then um, you have to start to really analyze, okay, how is this networking really benefiting me? But, you know, in, in the end, I think you really need to start to look at those, um, look, look at those groups where you are feeling some benefit and reward and go, you know, Roll them into your calendar, be consistent and be present because the more consistent you are, the more people do get to know you, the more, you know, they are talking about you and can send you those referrals because, you know, we are not definitely not saying that it doesn't work. It works. Like we said, we are examples of <laughs> successful <laughs> yes, networking connection. <laughs> and I have Absolutely. many more, you know, examples, very good examples of successful networking connections. Um, but, you know, you do need to find your favorites. And when you find your favorites, be consistent. Make sure that they get to know you because if they get to know you and you are consistent, you're, you are seen as the reliable person. and um and the one that they can go to so yes. just you know be there be there and um and because i am you know my whole background and everything we do is online i can't ignore all the online platforms like mm -hmm. alignable linkedin you know face group uh or facebook um and instagram and i you know and again just to be completely transparent I have to limit my time on those platforms myself because it is so easy to get sucked into, you know, clicking on one link, going or, you know, answering one question, uh, getting into another discussion group. And then before you know it, I've done all this chatting online and I haven't done any of my project <laughs> management stuff. No, <laughs> you know, it's, you're, you're right. You're right. That proposal you know, I just came is off. still waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just came off of a 30 days of complete social media platforms. And I tell you what, I'm having a hard time getting back into it. I know I have to because it's a, it's a business tool. It really uh -huh. is. And, and, you know, I, I do have people that can help me with it, but, um, but you're right. It's one of those, those things that we need to be mindful of is time management when it comes to social media yeah. and being intentional that you go in and out and you know how to switch the on and off button exactly. um, when you go into, into those platforms. But when it comes to networking, I have to say, you know, I've been in Alignable since, uh, I want to say September, a late September um, last year, and it has been an amazing um, virtual uh, way of networking. Um, mm -hmm. They have what they call those smart connects and where you go 
there's like a hundred of them in this smart connects and then they break down in seven sessions and where you break that down with another person one-on-one uh-huh. and um just today i had one on after the one-on-one meetings from this networking events i set up actual one-on-one meetings half hour with these people that i felt that there were going to be a good connection for collaborating with me and um just today i had two of those meetings one of them was a gentleman that is uh, has a business about um business profitability and the other lady she is really big really big on branding on, on company branding and in the conversations for both conversations we talked about ways to collaborate oh you know okay. like uh-huh. you know i have these clients that might be a good fit for you too and uh-huh. i know this business person that might be a good fit for you in the same way they did for me too for example i also talked um during this week which was with a what people would consider a competitor another va agency which happens to be a connection of a connection from an alignable networking <laughs> event oh uh-huh. and um and uh when we were having the conversation and, and it was so beautiful to see that like-minded person that says you know i'm not here to compete with you i'm here to collaborate there's 33 million companies in the u.s there's plenty of, of the pie for everybody to have a piece of it right. and it so happens that he is more focused on um what we call like small task um, virtual assistant services the appointment setters and lead calls and i don't personally that's not one of our lines that is big in with business essentials we are mostly we work a lot with the uh, real estate industry we work a lot with um doing more specific um tasks to grow businesses uh-huh. and um at the end of the conversation i told him listen i don't do healthcare i really don't get into the healthcare um industry not because there is not an opportunity but there's a level of knowledge that you need to have to work the virtual assistant in those in that industry So we ended up saying okay I will refer you real estate people from the real estate industry and I will refer, refer back to you people from the healthcare industry. And this happens all through a networking a virtual networking event. Uh-huh. So that's the point that I'm trying to make. It doesn't matter whether it's in person or whether it's virtual. You have to go with the mentality of serving and see how those collaborations can really grow into something beautiful and big for your sales mm-hmm. and your profitability. Mhm. No, that's a great story um and a great example of how it can work because the I get that question actually quite often is um you know is it worth it or it should I spend my time on alignable should I spend my time on LinkedIn or you know or Facebook groups is it you know is it worth my time and just like anything else just like you know being part of a chamber group or a any other group out there you get out of it what you put into it mm-hmm. if you're Absolutely. going to sign up and never look at it those notifications and never answer questions never you know um respond to you know those um the questions that people are putting in the forum then you're probably not going to get much out of it you know just like if you join a chamber and you never go to the events you're not mm-hmm. going to really get much out of it So you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So you know, Absolutely. it goes back to our previous point, choose your favorites. It's impossible to do everything. 
choose your favorites and just, and be consistent with those. Um, there's, you know, there's enough, there's enough to do out there and that's going to come your way, no matter where you decide to spend your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my dear friend, Edith, I think we're running into, uh, running out of time because we like to keep our podcast to 30 minutes (laughs) and for the benefit of our audience. So what do you think are the three main takeaways that we should share with our audience from today's episode? Well, first and foremost, I think um, being laser focused on networking and, you know, having a purpose of achieving your goals, you know, that the, that's actually three different things. First, have your goals, you know, be intentional. And, um, and then when you're networking, be focused on that intention and that goal. That would be a whole, a, one of the key uh, takeaways that I would I would definitely say. And then another one would be, um, you know, go with the mentality of of serving. It really allows the opportunity to open doors and uh, builds more genuine connections and strong relationships. Those And those are the relationships that are the lasting relationships that open up, you know, doors and windows and, you know, and buildings. Opportunities. And, yeah, yes. <laughs> just, you know, just a whole new path that you may not even know was in front of you. So mm-hmm. um, so when you go in with that mentality, it's a completely different level than mm-hmm. than a self-serving one. Yeah, and um, I think I, yeah, and I think for, for our audience, the, the the third point I think is also very important as far as but another takeaway is be careful not to do too much netting and not enough working. Mm-hmm. No, use your time management skills wisely and purposely. Use your calendar. Make sure that you're blocking that time um, purposely and know that that it's not distracting you from doing other important things for your business. Definitely. Yes, 100% true. Um, and I think uh, those would be, you know, a, a great wrap up to the three takeaways um, for our topic today. So audience, if you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you. We ask you to join us next time as we dive into uh, contract versus hiring. Should you staff your business with 1099 or W-2? And joining us will be our guest, Justin Munizzi from Munizzi Law Firm. Let us know what you think about the topic discussed today by leaving us a comment and uh, leave us a review on our podcast. We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, If you found some value in the information shared in this podcast, please subscribe and share our podcast. Join the conversation on our Facebook page, Unstuck Your Business, and engage with other entrepreneurs as together we help each other unstuck our business. Until next time. Until next time.